Welcome back to Man Cave Movie Night. I'm actually really excited for our sponsor this week. Um, I have a couple of friends of mine over who are going to be introducing our... Um, it's not really a product, it's more of an event, actually, this week. Um, I'm going to have them just, like, take it over from here. Um, so these are my good friends, Tuck and Oliver. So uh, Hey, welcome guys, to the studio, uh, guys. You guys, up, guys? Uh, go ahead and just kind of let us know what you're uh, sponsoring this yeah, week. Yeah, just use my headphones so you can take my seat. Yeah, okay. Yeah, mine too. Well, howdy, y'all. My name is Tuck, and I am here with my good friend Oliver to announce a most exciting union of culture. Oh, hey, man, I'm really excited to be here. My name is Oliver. Hey, guys. Hi, Oliver. Hey, what's up, Oliver? All right, man. We got something real special for you in store. Y'all ready for me to tell them what it is? Yeah. Oh, yeah, man. It's something really cool I think you'll really like. Oh, yeah, man. It's something really cool I think you'll all really like. Well, <laughs> shucks, it's the Boneyard Jamboree Sausage Cook-Off, of course. Oh, this year, our Boneyard Jamboree <laughs> is in conjunction with our good friends over from New Zealand, including Oliver, and we got a good old-fashioned sausage cook-off. Oh, boy, I love sausages so much. Thank you so much, Tuck. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, Oliver. We're real excited for this Boneyard Jamboree Sausage Cook-Off, so come over on down at 7 p.m. to where we usually do our Boneyard Jamborees, and this time we're doing a sausage cook-off in conjunction with it. We are so excited to host y'all and give y'all some sausages. Oh, yeah, man, we can't wait to see you all there. Wow, thank you wow. so much, Oliver. Yeah, nice, Oliver, guys. Oliver, great. For, for those of you that can't see, Oliver is a little tiny uh, boy wearing sackcloth clothes like potato sacks with a little gold <laughs> coin in his cupped hands yeah he's got a burlap sack as yeah. his sole piece of uh attire it's very dirty. very cute though yeah, yeah Tug is wearing like a gallon gallon hat he's, yeah uh, i don't know he's dressed to the nines he's smoking a big old cigar uh... tuck tuck actually carries oliver around on his shoulders and if they were a mortal Kombat character they would be one character in in conjunction <laughs> they, with yeah each it'd other. be like uh, banjo kazooie yeah exactly Bros. yeah they're just a really good bar or everyone's favorite got a great duck bond. hunt i don't well, know how a nine-year-old um homeless kiwi is where <laughs> they are but you know whatever cool yeah anyway uh thanks so much to tuck and oliver thanks for boneyard jamboree sauce can't wait and, oh um tuck uh what were the dates and times for that jamboree oh yeah sorry about that my friend it'll be this this friday at 7 p.m at the boneyard jamboree and which everybody in, knows where yeah, we know where that is you don't even need to say it we know i don't it's even want to say it. y'all know y'all know where boneyard jamboree is, yeah right? just head <laughs> head down south Head down south, and as you drive south, you'll find the Boneyard Jamboree. It, you won't be able to miss it. The Boneyard Jamboree, this Sunday. This Friday, sorry, excuse me, at 7 p.m. Yeah, so from wherever you are, just head south. Welcome back to Man Cave Movie Night. My name is Lucas. Joined with me, as always, are my good friends, Jared and Niall. Hello. What's up, guys? Let's clap. All right, yeah. I'll clap. Yeah, let's clap. Sure. Are like you clap. listening in your car or at home? Clap. Please clap. Please clap. Please take your hands <laughs> the, off the steering wheel. That's Jeb Bush, right? <laughs> oh, yeah, that's Jeb Bush. Please clap. Yeah. Please clap. <laughs> um, for those of you that aren't aware, go on to YouTube and look up Jeb Bush, please clap. It's great. <laughs> 
It is great. Very sad video. <laughs> this week, we are talking about none other than one of our favorite directors, one of my favorite directors, Taika Waititi. Yes. He is a Kiwi, if you did not know, which means he's from New Zealand. Very I think good. that's a term of endearment. I don't I think, think that's derogatory. I think that's not derogatory. Yeah. I think Unless they... you say it like Kiwi. I think yeah. if you're Australian and you say it, then it's derogatory. That's, that's but true. If it's or like if you're a New Zealand person says it. Or if you're Aziz Ansari <laughs> no other... in that one episode of uh, yeah. Concords. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Yep. That's pretty aggressive that's as well. A... Shout out to Flight of the Concords as well. Shout we'll out to Flight of the Concords. Well, yeah, we'll so, definitely talk about that today. Taika Waititi, you may, you probably know him best from Thor Ragnarok, which he directed. But before that, previously, he has directed movies such as Hunt for the Wilder People, What We Do in the Shadows, a movie called Boy. He was even nominated for an Oscar for a short film in the early to mid 2000s wow. um, before he really got his feature film career moving. So he's 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 been around the block. He's um, an Emmy Award winner. He is an Emmy Award winner. Yep. He's been nominated for more Emmys than he's won as well. Um, he's directed episodes of The Mandalorian. He has an upcoming Star Wars movie he's directing. He is also direct or has been directing Thor 4, which comes out in July of this year. Um, and he's been a professional cameo artist in 2020. True. Yeah, he <laughs> showed up in all me. sorts of stuff. Yeah, he, he was in the Suicide Squad. He was in Free Guy. He was in other uh, examples, other things. Um, but he has been, you know, he's a funny actor too. He's in a lot of his stuff, typically like in a leading role. Like he's Korg in the Marvel universe. Korg. Um, My name's Korg. That's why Korg has that. My name's yep, Korg. Exactly. And we're gonna go fight some vampires. Um, <laughs> Got nothing to so worry yeah. about unless you unless you have pair of scissors. Does uh, Does anyone have any questions about who Taika Waititi is? Do you guys? Uh, be curious more about um, what, what did he, he do before or... he made films? He um, was a shepherd. Oh, okay. <laughs> New, yeah, Zealand. Yeah. New Zealand. He's a so, um, so was... Flight of the Concords, he also helped kind of get off the ground. He um, was one of the directors, and I think he co wrote a few of the episodes as well. He has right. a brief cameo in one of the episodes as well, but it's inside in a, of a, in TV a TV ad. Yeah, in the ad. Um, so so you, it's like a blink and you'll miss him cameo, but it's it's very good. And Fly of the Concords is one of my favorite shows. It's pretty brief and it's pretty silly, but it is a also Kiwi based um, like New York comedy with just these two guys trying to make it, and they're just right. real silly dummy guys. It's but very, it's very it's good. very very funny. Um, what did he do before that, though? I'm talking, like, did he go to school? Did he have bad days? He had some <laughs> bad days, yeah. Did he, he, uh, did he ride the bus the to sunshine. school, or did he, he walk? He, when he was going to school as a child, he typically went Monday through Friday, um, and then on the weekends he had off unless he was working as a shepherd. Sure, sure. Sack lunches or school lunches? He would do sack lunches pretty often. Okay. Um, if he forgot to make a lunch, then he would either just not eat or sometimes get school lunch. He just didn't like right. school lunch very much. Gotcha. Yeah. All right. But then well, here's New a... Zealand, uh, this is directly to you. Step up your school lunch game. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> get out of here with your weak school lunches. Um, um, but then the other thing about him being making movies, which is fun and cool. Um, oh yeah, back to the stuff that people don't really care about. And then yeah, I'll they don't really care about his schooling days. Well, we'll call more, We'll talk more about his elementary schooling days <laughs> and his shepherding days later. But okay. just to kind of give a, a couple fun facts that people probably don't know. 
um, with what we do in the shadows, which I think is it's one of my favorite movies of all time, um, and it's possibly my favorite of his. I, I love a lot of his stuff. Oh, he also made Jojo Rabbit, which was his most recent movie. Jojo Rabbit, um, and which he did win an Oscar for. Which so also um, I watched for the first time last night in oh, preparation nice. for this. Ooh. And Goodness, you you guys. Last 30 minutes of that movie. I was alone in my room, literally, (laughs) like, full-on ugly crying. Yeah. Like, nonstop for the last 30 minutes of that movie. If there's one thing I can predict Niall doing if he watches a movie alone, it's crying. Oh, yeah. A lot. No doubt. (laughs) Alone? Yeah, with people, it doesn't matter. I will Even if it's with, even if it's something like The Minions, he'll be like, we'll be talking about some dumb movie. Like, you know, dude, honestly, like, I cried at the end. There are certain (laughs) parts, they they pull at you. They they go for it. Now, here's the thing. I, um... Are you talking Jojo Rabbit or The Minions? Well, either. (laughs) (laughs) The same movie, right? Yeah, basically. Same basic plot structure, just uh, different actors. Now, we'll talk more about that in a second. I think we've got some other things to take care of first, though. Such as the news. The news. Okay, I have news this time. I'm okay, not, Niall. I'm Let's not have you on go the first internet. This time. Actually, no. Looking at movie news <laughs> on Google under the news tab. Mm. I, I nice. No, I looked up and and learned news this week. Well, let's hear it. I'm excited. I'm proud. So, of you. obviously, the biggest piece of news in media in all of media in that all came of out media. this week is that Jason Momoa has joined Fast and Furious Ten. As that is the no. biggest piece. Yeah, he's the <laughs> yes. bad guy of Fast and Furious 10. The which final is, bad like, guy. Yeah, Great. obviously. Amazing how, casting. Yeah. He's how actually he only going to speak already? Dothraki from Game of well, Thrones. Well, I think but... I think the thing is he wasn't big enough, funnily enough, he wasn't big enough to be in Fast yet. Like right. he, I mean, he could have been <laughs> yeah. in like 9, but 9 came out short, well, it was supposed to come out shortly after Aquaman, but instead it came out this year. So like he, his career has really built a ton of momentum with, you know, Aquaman and right. Dune and whatever else. Um, now so he's finally got the now star he's power finally got the star to power. To be in Furious Ten. And see, remember, Dune. It, Dune was just an on ramp, a stepping stone <laughs> to get to Fast Ten. Um, if we all remember when um, we mentioned this a few weeks ago, but Vin Diesel um, publicly invited The Rock back, of oh, course, yeah. to join the tenth Fast movie, which will. We'll see if it happens. But well, um, the Rock he, really he slam said, dunked him. He really slam dunked him and said, "No, it's not going to happen." I he said, "He happen, said the words." We'll he said the words, "No not chance. A chance. Yeah. <laughs> not a chance." I that see that is the thing that I made a bet on the other day. Like that was the thing oh, that I was like very very. Certain. Yeah, that's what I it is. think that th- that was like my first ten dollar bet. Um, was of that I said life. the Rock is going to show up? Yeah, and my it would whole be life amazing. Ever. I think that he will. I think there's no way they're, they're just going like, to use. They're just going to use deleted dollars. Like they're going to use deleted no scene footage yeah. from other movies that they Something. already have the rights to. Yeah, they're gonna. He's gonna show up, even if it's not in a big role. He's gonna be there. Um, but yeah, okay. Fast Ten villain, cool. The other pieces of news. Uh, well, this is the second biggest piece of news. Um, this is huge news because we on this podcast, if you if you're longtime listeners, you know. Uh, that I especially, but all three of us, really love uh, young Sheldon. And uh, <laughs> Ming-Na Wen um, no. is, is set to 
appear no. in an episode of Young Sheldon. No. Um, Ming-Na oh, Wen God. being uh, the actress that plays Fennec Shand. She also played Agent May in um, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Uh, the voice of Mulan, I believe, in the original Mulan movie. Correct. She's great. She's awesome. She kind of plays that one character she's, a little she's bit. She's perfect but... for the Young Sheldon universe. Yeah, the Young Sheldon like, universe. Kind of the Young Sheldon EU universe. is... Uh, <laughs> Um, yeah, it's it's going to be really enhanced by her. Good. Okay. I, um, I, yeah, go for I it. I was going to say, I don't understand. Like, those shows are rated very highly. Like, The Big yeah. Bang Theory and Young Sheldon. People, oh, like, wow. Who knows? really enjoy them. Who knows, man? Like, it, like know. Big Bang Theory is, like, top 20 on IMDb, I think. Yeah. I'm like, what it's the heck? absolutely <laughs> mind-boggling to me. But we won't, do- we won't dwell on that too long because I've got more news to talk about. Yes, please. Okay. Um, I'm just going to go through some TV news really quick, and then I'm going to talk about the two big Marvel things, because that's what I care about. So first of all, um, going back to what we talked about a couple of weeks ago, and we posted a reel about and a TikTok about, Grant Gustin has re- is reportedly renewing his contract for season nine of The Flash, which no. has not been confirmed. But uh, we, we, we willed into existence season nine of The Flash. So good job, yeah, guys. Because I, <laughs> I, I talked about, I mentioned season nine knowing that it's the season that's not out yet. Right. Mm-hmm. It does not yet exist. But not even Amazing. officially announced. Not even officially Not even announced. confirmed. <laughs> and uh, now it is like pretty much happening. Okay, so we um, will the three of us will be watching season nine of the Flash. Oh yeah, uh, and we, none we, of the other seasons. None of the other seasons. <laughs> we're just gonna hop in. We're it. gonna we're gonna check to see if our predictions. What if came we true. started like a you know how there's like a Simpsons predicts thing? Um, where, oh, <laughs> like on Disney Plus, there's yeah, like a little yeah. section yeah. of Simpsons predicts where it shows like just brief snippets of things that the Simpsons has correctly predicted. Yeah, we could just start an Orange Boy predicts or Man Cave movie yeah, night predicts, dude. where all the stuff it. that we've predicted so far that has come true, like Jason <laughs> Momoa being the antagonist of Fast Ten, and. Um, well, I didn't the predict that. Up. I just, uh, <laughs> oh, I, <know. laughs> I just shared that as news. <laughs> um, other TV news teaser for the Walking Dead final season part two has been released. Which honestly, I am shocked that it's still part going. two. I, of, of I saw that news and I was like, Walking Dead is still coming out. Like, yeah, how is no. this possible? I saw. I'm so exhausted some, with that show, dude. Like for some reason, I saw it on IMDb and I clicked it. And I was like. It's still going. Like yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was the same thing. Still it was going. so crazy. Um, and then last of lastly, before I get into the stuff that I'm really excited about, uh, this is a two-parter. And yeah. when I say two-parter, I mean two independent pieces of news that have nothing to do with each other. Right. Um, first of all, um, Ezra Miller. Did you guys hear about the video that he posted? I on, heard I think, about Twitter. it, but I didn't. So I didn't look, I didn't Ezra Miller posted a video, I think, on Twitter or maybe on Instagram. This is the other Flash for those. Other Flash, um, <laughs> the worst threatening, Flash. Threatening the North Carolina chapter of the KKK that he was going to come and kill them if they didn't kill themselves. <laughs> what? Literally, this is real. I watched it and I was like, "This is freaky. This is like, like." I heard about him making some video, but I didn't read into it because I just yeah. It it is his threatening to murder the KKK. I mean, like, 
of people you would murder, they're probably at the well, top yeah, of the it, list. like I'm not. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's the thing is that like still that's why it, it's weird when you watch the video people. because you watch the video and you feel icky, but you're also like, well, this is going to the KKK, yeah. so so it's okay, right? I don't know. Go, I wonder if he made that video it. for someone else and then it was like. Oh, Actually, this is for the KKK. Uh, no, dude. Well, he, like he starts it. out with the... It's interesting. Just go watch it. Yeah. And yeah. now part two of this news, which is not related at all. Um, <laughs> the Masters of the Universe live action movie has been picked up by Netflix. Whoa. Um, the, this movie has IP. been... The, <laughs> yeah, it's a movie that has well, been be stuck fair, the, in production the, hell forever. They've the been trying to make a live action movie great. forever. Yeah. Have you been watching that anime series? I watched the first season and then like half the second season before I started watching other stuff. But right. yeah. it we'll was talk very about good. That. Yeah. But um, yeah, th- this live action movie, they've been trying to make it forever and they haven't been able to. Um, <laughs> finally, Netflix has picked it up. We'll hope that it actually happens, but they have a name attached to He-Man, um, Kyle Allen, who has been in like basically nothing. <laughs> um, That's always awesome. Yeah, so it's going to be pretty cool. Um, and then, of course, the two bigger pieces of news, and then I'm done. I'm sorry, I told you that I had news this time. No, you're, um, you're on top I'm, of it. I'm, I'm loving it. We dude. want to reward this behavior. The... We certainly do. That's why we are giving you one you. free me skeleton sausage. Wow! A dude at the Boneyard Dammer, you, you get one get in gift free. Just go in and say, Tuck and Oliver sent me. Okay, <laughs> yeah, um, exactly. James Gunn, who famously maybe overshares about his uh, movies on Twitter has talked about how guardians of the galaxy three is quote, so, so big and dark. Um, (laughs) And that this is the last time we will see this current lineup of the guardians of the galaxy. Whoa. Um, Yeah. I I think he said that before. Yeah. He said it before, but he kind of like, you know, stamped really it red it. this time. He was like, yeah, like, you're not going to see this lineup of the Guardians again. That's because yeah. um, and of course, words is it... actually joining the Fast <laughs> <laughs> That's because the five that's the, main That's characters. the last piece of the puzzle. Yep. <laughs> what other retired um, uh, strong man? And then maybe get? the biggest piece of Marvel news from this week is that... Uh, Spoilers for Spider-Man uh, Far From Home, or No Way no Home. Way home. <laughs> Spoilers for Homecoming. Home. <laughs> um, they released the interview with all three of the Spider-Man actors. Oh, I watched that. It was um, so good. And it's it's pretty fun to it's see awesome. all three of them talking. Um, even though I think the dude interviewing is maybe one of the worst interviewers. Oh, I've yeah. Ever I'm like, seen. who is this guy? How he is he the sucks. one who gets and to interview these And he asks these, these like, terribly, like, not open-ended questions, but, like, vague questions where they kind of have to, like, just like, figure just out what, what they, they want to say. Like yeah. Spider-Man? Yeah, um, yeah honestly. Yeah. It was yeah, like, how that. did it feel to be <laughs> swinging around again? And they're like, is um, that what you're going to ask me? Like, yeah. I don't know. It's you a little know silly. I but don't have the powers, right? You know I don't actually swing. It's all made in a computer. But um, they uh, they were really cool, and it's fun to watch, so go and check that out. Uh, nice. That's the end of my news. It's great that news. was very good news. Thanks, I only have guys. a couple things to fill in your gaps, but that was great. Did, did I have stuff that was on your list? No, actually. Oh, wait. Actually, I have one more thing to announce. Let's hear it. The Legend of Vox Machina, the first three yes. episodes of the Critical Role uh, Campaign 1 TV show, 
that Jared and I have been waiting for for so, so long. <laughs> Two um, years or so. Yeah, well, I haven't been waiting that long <laughs> because I'm a newer fan. But Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's been waiting um, like three months, which is still been, a pretty long time. So like, you know, I've been waiting slack. for, I've been waiting for about a year because I year. started watching around when they announced that this was in production. Yeah. Um. Maybe. So I don't know. Maybe longer. I don't know. Around a I've, long time. I've been waiting um, for a good Star Wars movie for seventeen years. <laughs> <laughs> Ever since but, the Phantom uh, Menace. <laughs> the first three episodes are out. It's on. Seven. It's on Amazon Prime. Uh, and it's really, really awesome. Um, it's it's uh, pretty adult. It's you know? for adults. It's for adults. <laughs> it so may be animated, but it's... <laughs> um, it's like Invincible in that idea. Not at it, all. In and you watch it too, Lucas? No. Oh, man. I, it is actually, I would say, strikingly I, similar to Invincible. Uh, I love yeah. Invincible, honestly. I, I think Invincible is great. I, um, and, I did a little watch party for Vox Machina. Yeah, that's fun. I'll say I'll say this now. I don't know. I won't say it later, but um, we yeah. I got my whole Dungeons and Dragons party over for the most cool. part, and we Dude, and we I sat down, say, we watched sick. it, and it was like I'm the only one who knew the material, like the characters. I watched the stream of the arc that they play. Um, is it based animated. on that? Like, is it actually like an yeah, adaptation so of that? It is based on the Critical Role D and D group's actual campaign. Okay. So I wasn't their, sure. From their first campaign, uh, the start of the series has a little bit before they even started streaming um, on Twitch. And then the first real arc, you can tell when it starts picking up in the third episode, that's one of the first main arcs of, of the stream. And so, yeah, it's just really interesting. They nail all these little things. Like, I totally remember, like, Vax having a snake belt you know and it comes up in that episode and i'm like super that's so sick for like for me that's awesome but for them it's like it's just really cool to see like D &D spells being cast and yeah uh, yeah i can tell like like yeah and like the barbarian says i would like to rage yeah you know what i mean said that dude i lost my mind (laughs) Mm -hmm. but they there are a lot of things in there where like if you're a fan of D D, you can tell like Oh, she's talking about casting heat metal, or like like you know the spells that yeah. they're talking about. But if you're not a fan of D and D, like they don't D and Dify it to make it Dify. Um, they don't like make it that way so that if you don't know about D and D, you're just confused as to what's going on. You know, yeah. like they just put it in the context of these are people who have magic. You know, in a very it's, cool it's magic world. Really, really cool. And you know that, like, these different people have different kinds of magic and can do different things. And then also, like, for the Critical Role fans, they throw in all sorts of just little kind of Easter eggs into the art. Where you're just like, oh, like, that's part of the world. That's super cool, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's very fun. Um, definitely, I would recommend basically anybody that's interested in that stuff but doesn't have over 500 hours to watch people play a full campaign of D&D. Um, <laughs> maybe go check out Legend of Vox Machina because it's really fun. Are they, I mean, I assume they're planning on making it a multi-season thing, right? Just based on the same at this, campaign. At this point, yeah. I'm sure. So I believe when they did their, so they did a Kickstarter campaign to get this off the ground. To um, make what, like one episode? To make, Some, yeah. I think, I think pilot, yeah, it probably. was to make a pilot episode to pitch to networks. And they got enough funding. They broke the, the record. For, the record, yeah. For uh, crowdfunding. $11 million. Their goal was like 100000 or something. <laughs> yeah. like 75000 and they made $11 million. So they, they were able to not only get enough money to create a pilot episode, but 
And then not only just one season, but two seasons, I believe, of the show. And so it because of how, how big the fan base is and how popular the show is going to be, you know, just because yeah. they have just because there's over a million people, people just watching watch it. it. Yeah, oh. Because I mean, D&D is dedicated as popular to watch as it the show. is because of that, yeah. And this I is think a streamlined version of it. When season one is over, we have to do an episode just because there are people that will watch anything that's related to this stuff. And so that's our <laughs> yes. shoe-in to becoming a famous podcast. Yeah, is which, talking about which talking is about the, Box our Box only Box. goal. Yep. True. That's our only goal. Not to have no, fun and I'm just hang out with our friends. Art. I want to live the rock and roll lifestyle. <laughs> of money. Of money. Money and money, fame. fame, drugs, destroying <laughs> <Girls>. hotel rooms. <laughs> yeah. Water bottles. This is what I'm here for. I would love some water, water bottles. Yeah. Three water meals bottles, a day. Famously, yeah. <laughs> Morning vitamins. Eating on a regular schedule. Heated green walls and a home that has a roof on it. Loving parents. A loving spouse. Beautiful Love. little children. And a son this named Oliver. And a lot of drugs. Yeah! <laughs> cool. Anyway, cool. let me just quickly <laughs> fill in the gaps of the news. Um, one of them being that there is a Mortal Kombat sequel that has been officially announced. Mortal Kombat. Um, because I, I highly doubt many people have seen that first one, but it was bad, of course. I've but the thing that made it especially bad was the fact that they did not even get to Mortal Kombat. It was just like little brawl things they did. They were building up to Mortal Kombat, and then they all brawled, and some of them died. And they're like, "All right, okay, well, guess we're not gonna do Mortal Kombat yeah. right now." And then it's the end. It's like, okay, so you just don't. You just, so, Mortal like, Kombat Two will be called Mortal Kombat Two. Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat Two. We actually do it this time, lol. <laughs> and then it'll do the same thing and be like, "We gotta make it a trilogy." So Mortal Kombat itself isn't gonna happen until the third one. So, yeah, a stupid movie. I'll probably not watch the second one. I don't even know why I watched the first one. I don't care about those video games at all. But it had some cool CGI. Games. Lucas, it's um, because you literally watch, like, a movie a day. Yeah. Because I'll see, I'll see you watch, like... Your bones are made of movies. <laughs> True. You'll, you'll just watch anything, I swear. And so not sometimes anything. I kind of want to be like, Hey, Lucas, is this worth my time? <laughs> Dude, I will always tell you if it's worth your typically. time. Typically. I was going to call you You will always night. say yes, probably. No, I'm not going to say yes. For culturing. No, if you ask me yeah. if you Mortal should Kombat watch is Mortal Kombat, I would say no. It's not worth your time. It's dumb and bad. How about Drive? Drive is not worth your time, I don't <laughs> think. <laughs> I think I didn't Drive like is it worth, very much. I think Drive is worth Maybe maybe that yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm going to side I, I think with, you should watch it for your own good. With Lucas. I yeah. think you should watch it once. And then okay, other with news? your friends and then all of you agree, yeah, this is bad this and then you kind of go one day later one day later you can defect and decide that maybe you actually go back like to the popular ones. opinion. Yeah. <laughs> well, you can just, you know, not set your opinions in stone. You can be malleable. You can uh, let yourself be open to new thoughts and ideas. You can True. betray kind your of the friends. Way I see it. True. True. And I am that way, except that also I still don't like that movie very much. Sure. Okay, mm. Lucas, what else we got? Last piece of news is the fact that something we said and forgot to say last week is that Amazon's new <laughs> The Lord of the Rings <laughs> show has been titled The Rings of Power. 
the rings. I'm so positive we have talked about this. Mordor. Yes, except it got cut from last week's episode, so I'm saying oh. it again. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, last week uh, was a little bit chunky in certain spots because Niall's audio cut partway through and we had to Sorry, guys. do some finagling. My bad. But it's all good. I think it still turned out fine. Um, it but did. The rings Lucas of power... came in with some real editing magic, by the way. Yeah, dude. That's I... the news, is that if you need your podcast edited, Lucas has tons of time and would love to do it true <laughs> and he yes. works for free i work for he free. works for free which, which is, is great we, we don't need to pay him yeah, you don't i, need to pay I him. especially love editing projects and things that i'm not attached to and have zero emotional involvement with i just <laughs> yeah. love it it's so, so give him fun a call. And good for me give him do. a call his yeah. number is 801 oh you're a 385 boy i'm a 385 gang week <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, that's what we got for the news. And um, my segue is that Taika Waititi was in the news this week as well because Thor 4 has a rumored trailer to be coming out with the Super Bowl. So oh, I oh. was not aware of that. There we go. That's a good segue, Lucas. Thank you. And uh, Who's Taika Waititi? Taika Waititi. Where did he go to school? Taika Waititi went to New Zealand. <laughs> who, was, com who was his first girlfriend slash boyfriend? His first girlfriend slash boyfriend was Jamie Hecklin, and she was right. seven feet tall. She <laughs> wow. was one of the shorter New Zealand individuals, and <laughs> right. she ate lambs for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Oh, uh, and he was a shepherd, so there's some conflict of interest there. It was a it was a real Romeo the... and Juliet type thing. <laughs> sure, Montagues and Capulets, but uh, unfortunately, and... <laughs> she yeah. died. But he did not. He was able to continue. <laughs> uh, we also. Are we going to talk about what we've been watching? Should yes, at the end. Yeah, stick around if you want to know. Timestamps below as well. I will do that again. This at the end of this episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if you want to skip watching. around. Yeah. So my question is one that I'm going to ask first, which is good because it's a good one to start with. Okay. And the question is this. Yeah. Which Taika movie sold you on him that you would also recommend for a first-time watcher? I feel like at this point, most people are very familiar with him. He's become yeah. a huge part mm-hmm. of pop culture and like a very, very well-known name. But there are still some people who don't totally know who he is or don't understand that they've seen a movie of his. Right. So other than like Thor, right? Because probably sure. everyone has seen Thor. What right. of his like standalone properties would you watch or recommend someone to watch? Jared, I want you to go because I've been talking too much. Okay, sure. yeah, I'll, I'll I'll go, and I'm pretty sure Niall and I will have the same answer. But yes, I, I so I instead I want to start out with a story. Yeah. Okay. Um, uh... In high school, one of one of the fondest memories I have of high school was one day. It was like a like a weekend, like a Saturday night. Niall was like, "Hey, man, I've got two tickets to go to this place." Uh, by the University of Utah. It's called Red Butte Gardens. Uh, and they're doing an outdoor showing of a movie. Oh my goodness. And I was like, I sure, what what movie entirely. is it? And he said, it's the, it's the Hunt for the Wilder People. And I was like, that sounds like some art house indie crap but sure like let's <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> let's go uh, let's go watch it. He's like, trust me, I love this movie. It's the, it's the best. And so we drive all the way out. It's like 20 minutes or so, maybe 30 to get up to Red Butte Gardens. Uh, we find a parking spot, which was madness. We walk out all the way to this field where they had a projector up and they were showing this movie. And we get down, 
set set up like a little blanket area and we start watching this movie and then it starts raining like like, like 15, five minutes in. <laughs> yeah it was no more than 15 minutes into the movie um and so we packed up <laughs> got back in the car drove all the way back to niles house where he's like so i've got it on dvd <laughs> and so we still watched it because that first 15 minutes of the movie hunt for the wilder people is is fantastic yeah, it hooked awesome. me immediately and so we just went back to his place and we watched it and uh i that was definitely my first taiko movie and i absolutely loved it and so um I think I think that will be my answer for forever because it's it's the perfect combination of a lot of heart uh, mixed with a lot of really solid comedy. Uh, the performances are all great, um, and it kind of sets you up in the first little bit with this emotional core to the movie, where it lingers the whole time. Uh, we might I don't know if we'll really talk about I'll, I'll get to talk about Jojo Rabbit outside of this, but I think the reason I like Hunt for the Wilder People way more is because Jojo Rabbit saves that emotional like hit to the gut to the oh, yeah. very end. Mm-hmm. While I like it in Hunt for the Wilder People, you get hit right at the beginning, basically. And then it's just like you're grounded for the rest of the film. Yeah. yeah. And but so then all it the... still has the comedy infused into it yeah. during yeah. all of oh, that it's hilarious stuff. So it's all amazing. The, all the comedy that comes after that, it's like, it's very funny. But at the same time, there's this like, it's like rooted in this kind of sadness. It's mm-hmm. like, it's very real comedy yeah, yeah. while oh, yeah. jojo rabbit it's like silly 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 ha 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 silly silly oh oh oh, oh my Lord god yeah um, yeah <laughs> to be, this is, yeah, this to is be fair with jojo rabbit you really have to crank up the comedy element of that true it's working for... with the darkest moments in all of history <laughs> right that so is... you really have to like satirize it more so i think given yeah. the subject he i think he did a good job with it as well but... yeah i think so too i still love that movie but yeah. that's just why I always will probably prefer prefer uh, Hunt for the Wilder People. So I actually use Hunt for the Wilder People to kind of filter out people <laughs> like Dude, whose opinion really... I will listen to or care yeah, about. Because yeah. I'll be like, hey, let's watch this movie. Because I'll watch it. Who, who knows how many times? Like I'll I'll turn it on anytime. Yeah. Um. And if they like it, I'm like, okay, you can stick around. Well, and <laughs> if this, they're like, I don't get it. <laughs> this actually factors in. So I've been th- something I've been thinking about this week. Um, a longtime listener of the show and friend, um, Hannah Steed, shared a meme on Instagram that I ended up resharing. Um, and it was the shout like, out to Hannah. Shout out to Hannah. Shout out to Hannah. Um, is that the first she, time you ever it, shouted out a girl? I think other than, other Kel, than my mom. Kel. <laughs> um, Speaking of which, Kel. Shout Kel, out to Kel. Good out. to see you. We Kel, love you. Miles you mother. don't listen anymore, but that's fine. Um, <laughs> but she shared a meme listen. that was basically talking about like when I share um like a kind of weird out of pocket meme for my like weird comedy friends and people with no concept of comedy respond with what and then the crying laughing emoji. Yeah. I feel like there's a movie version of that that just really makes me want to punch people in the head. And it is when they describe a movie as weird. No. Bad. And Hunt for the Wilder People is one of those where, like, exactly, I filter people's opinions because if you 
bring up like, oh, have you seen Hunt for the Wilder People? And they're like, oh yeah, dude, that movie is weird. I'm immediately like, like nope, right, I don't well, want to talk to you. I'm going to walk this direction <laughs> like, now. <laughs> just because it's not like standard conventional, like American man doing American things and killing people. Yeah. Like that doesn't mean that it's Which is weird. tried and true. It's just different. <laughs> it is tried and true. That, yeah. But um, I, like, people basically experience something that's new to them, and instead of being open to it, they're like, that's weird. Yeah. And yeah. it just drives me crazy. Which I'm sure, we're, like, I'm sure we're say, all subject to that at some point. Yeah, yeah. I was sure. just saying, we're, we're going to sound really pretentious right now. And we probably are. However, I just want to. Yeah, we say, have a podcast. We, we have a podcast, so our ego is existent and bigger than it should be. However, yeah. with this, um, I, I, I totally agree with everything Niall and Jared have said, and so I'm not even gonna like really try and defend it that much because I'm just like that's how it is for me too. Um, but there's nothing wrong with liking other types of movies, right? No. That's something that I have realized recently, like in the last few years, that I was really adamantly against and yeah i'll meme on anime and whatever sometimes sure but ultimately like i don't care if you like anime like good for you i'm glad you like something just like, don't I would... put it in your profile picture seriously for example like Fast and Furious. Anime i was like you know whatever do your own thing and then i took a bite and i enjoyed it and i kept eating and i ate the whole sandwich um sure and so there are did you things finish like the sandwich that. not yet i'm okay. eating the sandwich Okay. And it's right, a good sandwich right. still. I'm enjoying <laughs> nice. the sandwich. Good, it's a good, full five-star sandwich. Um, wow. Except for one except little for sour the third, bite. Like the third bite. <laughs> the third bite was like, ooh. But then it got back to being mm, very yummy and good. Um, <laughs> so we, I'm just going to preface this so we never have to do this again. But basically, we're going to probably mention stuff like this again where it's like, hey, you know. I use Hunt for the Wilder People to filter people because I actually have used movies like that and Scott Pilgrim <laughs> and things like that. And ultimately, it's like, it's cool. If you don't like those movies, they're not for you, whatever. But maybe I'm not for you either. We don't need to hang out. Yeah. Like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I will all say this. One yeah, of but like, you my have a favorite totally people. happy life just without me in it. Yeah. <laughs> You're right. One of my favorite people on the planet, his name is Brad Harrelson. Uh, great guy. Brad, and one of, the, one of the few people I like truly go to for, for advice on a lot of things. Um, but he hates the following movies, Hunt for the Wilder People, Fantastic Mr. Fox, oh, and Paddington. Oh, jeez. Uh, How do you hate Paddington? The big three. <laughs> the big three for me. Um, and so, I mean, like, if we can still get along, I think there's a chance for all yeah. of us. Yeah, and that's <laughs> sure. ultimately what it is, too, is, like, I, I love movies. Movies are my bones, like we've mentioned already this time. Right. But I also get along with a lot of people who don't love movies that much. And right. I've just come to learn that it's way easier to just be chill with a person than be like, Ma, you like Drive or you don't like Hunt for Wilder People? I don't want to hang arounding you. Arounding. But, but here's the thing. So I want to talk about Hunt for the Wilder People for a little bit because I Please, think yes. that it is the perfect amount of weird and different to introduce somebody to Taika Waititi. Is that your answer? Saying as well? like, Yes, it is. Cool. Because Taika Waititi is not a conventional, you know, he's not out making Spielberg movies, you know? Like, as much as I love Spielberg, I feel like he's kind of become what people are used to seeing. Like, this is this movie and it's this way. And it might kind of dip into some weirder stuff, but it's pretty, like, straightforward generally. Whereas with Taika Waititi, Wes Anderson, uh, Edgar Wright, you kind of get into this more, like, 
like right-brained like oh what if this movie was perceived this way by people Mm. rather than just a normal way and you see that a lot in in hunt for the wilder people where it's basically i want to tell this story that if someone were to explain it to you is just harrowing and sad and just like totally over the top depressing story but find a way to do it to make you get progressively happier as things get progressively worse and um it's it's amazing like it real the way that that movie is put together i just kind of don't even understand how a movie that good was made you know like i yeah. hunt for the wilder people i i know i've talked about this on the podcast before but before i saw hunt for the wilder people people would ask me what's your favorite movie and i would say that's not a fair question and now people ask me what's your favorite movie and i'm like hunt for the wilder people like i saw that movie and was immediately like that that's, that's my, it. yeah and um it was out there that, you just had to find it exactly <laughs> and i um i don't know i there there's a lot of there's a lot of emotions that I have attached to that movie. Um, that DVD that we watched, um, Jared, was mm-hmm. a, a gift from my dad for Christmas where he had just been hearing about this movie. He hadn't even seen it yet. And he was just like, this is probably something that Niall would like. So he bought me the DVD and we watched it, I think, on Christmas Day. And my whole family was just, like, in tears, you know? <laughs> like, yeah. it's just, like, such a good movie. And that last scene where um, Uncle Heck, spoilers... Um, Uncle Heck reads his haiku. Yeah. Like oh, I, man. I never don't cry in that scene. <laughs> like, yeah, it, it hits you. It really it does. It just hits it's me so really good. hard. Um, another quick thing that I want to say, because I just thought of this now, and I know that I've probably told you guys this, but I don't think I've said it on the podcast yet. Speaking of filtering people out using, uh, <laughs> uh <laughs> movies, Here we go. Have you heard my story about my brother using the orphanage as a dating tactic. Yeah. Yeah. You did. That's so good. You told us, okay. but let's well, hear I'm going yeah, yeah, to tell the listeners. But I want to pretend like I don't know it. Pretend that you audience. don't know this story. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to do some acting, which I'm very so, good at. My oldest brother would. Yeah. I mean, listen to that ad drop you did at the beginning. So, um, good. so, um, my brother, when he was in the dating period of his life before marriage, um, when he was getting interested in a girl, he would watch the orphanage with them. Premarital dating. Um, (laughs) When he was getting interested in a girl, he would watch the orphanage with them. Um, Because that movie is, it's not too complicated, but it's much more cerebral than your average horror movie. Um, It kind of makes you think it it spooks you for sure. And uh, like, basically (laughs) it was his way of to, put it in pretty plain blunt terms determining how intelligent this girl was and so (laughs) he um he watched it with a certain uh girl one time and they get to the end for those of you that have seen this movie this will be funny and for those of you that haven't imagined that this is funny yeah go watch the movie first go watch the orphanage it actually is genuinely good and the movie ends and the credits start rolling and my brother kind of looks at her and he's like So, like, what'd you think? And she says, so they were dead the whole time? (laughs) Uh, No, she was like, so she was dead the whole time? And he was like, 
No. 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 Not even kind of. <laughs> kind of like, a spoiler. What are you not talking really. about? I mean, it's kind of a spoiler kind of, in that it's no. like she's not dead the whole time. So if you were expecting her to be dead the whole time, she's not. So go yeah, into the movie expecting is, that. <laughs> this is a spoiler in that now you know what is not, not the plot of the movie. <laughs> right. Um, but I do think that, like, for me, movies are a good way of determining, am I going to get along with this person? Am I not going to get along with this person? You know, like, and I I don't know, Hunt for the Wilder People, as soon as I hear somebody say, that movie's weird, I'm like, I don't think we're going to get along. Um, and if somebody, like, talks about Hunt for the Wilder People, that's not a guarantee that I'm going to like them. But I'm like, oh, okay, let's let's see what this person has to say. <laughs> sure. You know? Yeah. Like, it's movies give that connection to people, and I don't know. Yeah, and obviously the three of us have movies. Like, we, we, we have Drive. movies that some of us love and some of us hate. Yeah. Or um, so, Like yeah, Drive, yeah. apparently. Yeah. Transformers. <laughs> yeah. Transformers, sure. Sure. Uh, so it's like, I mean, you just take it with a grain of salt. Always. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I will... Um, I know give my answer. answer. I know it. You, I know it. So I'm gonna I'm gonna preface by saying I I agree with both of you that I think Hunt for the Wilder People is the best introduction to Taika. Um, yeah. as far as but for it, the sake of variety, for the sake of, <laughs> well, no, I I mean that wasn't my answer, but I after hearing what you guys have been saying, Hunt for the Wilder People, yeah, it's like super easy to like swallow. It's it's just a very very great movie. Yeah, However, it's the very one straightforward is very straightforward, but you can still well get into it. Yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. exactly. But for me, um, part of my question was what was the thing that first sold you on him? Sold you, yeah. And for me, that was what we do in the shadows. Um, (laughs) So my dad, um, for those of you who are unaware, part of why I love movies so much is that my parents are very into movies as well, especially my dad. Um, So he has introduced me to a lot. Basically everything that I like, my dad liked first and introduced me to. Um, And part of that was he was like, yeah, this guy Taika Waititi is going to direct the new Thor movie. And I was like, oh, okay, that's kind of weird. He's like, yeah, he made some of the Flight of the Concords episodes, which I had seen at that point. I was like, oh, okay, nice. That's cool. <laughs> and then somehow I was watching What We Do in the Shadows because I looked him up on IMDb or whatever, and I saw that What We Do in the Shadows was streaming, and so I started watching it um, just on my own. I was like, oh, okay, cool. And it was like a few minutes into it. Like the more it progressed, the more I was like, oh, my goodness. Like this is exactly the type of crap that I love. It's just so like it's what we do in the shadows is a vampire mockumentary and it stars Jermaine Clement, who is one of the um, main characters of Flight of the Concords as well. And Taika Waititi and then another guy that no one knows or cares about, who's also very yeah. good. He's great. But um, and that Nosferatu. movie, there are a few moments in that movie that my <laughs> mind literally like just exploded because of how funny some of those lines yeah. were. Specifically, then, the sandwich line. The sandwich yeah, line. So good. Oh, I'm not going to spoil it, but it is such a good joke. Like, I. And then when um, the new vampire eats the chips and has to go into the alley to regurgitate them, just, and then the werewolves, the werewolves, yeah. stuff the like wolves. that is just so. Um, we, we're werewolves, not swearwolves. <laughs> <laughs> such it's a good so joke. funny. And there's just so much stuff that. It, I Like, I watched that movie and I was just blown away it was so yeah. funny and i i continually that's one of the movies that i will just be like all right well am i feeling like watching a new movie or going back and watching something like you know like it's in my top five comedies of all time that i love to rewatch, like hot rod 
and um, you know, Popstar and some of those other dumb, silly yeah. ones like UHF and Dumb and Dumber. Just like dumb. Sure. I, although I think it is a better um, comedy overall. I, I just love what we do in the shadows. It is so, so funny. Um, so an experience I have with this, um, they kind of, I, I have an experience where I introduced people to Taika with what, Hunt for the Wilder People and one where I introduced people with what we do in the shadows. Um, what we do in the shadows, we were like all together. I was like, all right, let's watch a movie. There was like probably 10 people. So it was a pretty good group. It's like, let's watch what we do in the shadows. It's one of my favorite movies. It's hilarious. You're going to love it. And we're watching it, and the whole time I'm laughing my little booty off, right? And <laughs> there's like piddling Crickets. laughter. There's little like little people. <laughs> there's a couple of my friends who have seen it before and who are into it, and they are, you know, laughing. But mostly it's just me chuckling to myself the whole time. And I'm like, you know what? I don't even care. Like, I, I don't care if you guys don't like this because I love it and I'm enjoying I'm myself. It. <laughs> it's only yeah. an hour and a half, and so I'm just going to have a great time as we watch this. Um, then And they're like, yeah, that was funny, but like, what was it about? <laughs> fair. Very fair. And I'm like, yeah, but uh, it, it's just, I, I just love that movie so much. Um, I, especially when you start learning, like from a filmmaking standpoint, that movie was made on such a small budget. Like nothing. Which like is like they, also awesome. Yeah, and it's inspiring to, you know, aspiring filmmakers when you see a movie that's so brilliant yeah. And also made on such a small budget, you're kind of like, oh, snap. Like, I can I can do that. Yeah. Like, that's the thing that I can do, you know? Yeah, it's really awesome. It's, it's great. And it, I think the sandwich line and then just the whole joke about how Taika Waititi's vampire, um, like, doesn't like blood. Like, he's, like, trying he did, to yeah. not make a mess. Yeah. <laughs> he's very, very clean. <laughs> yeah. And he like he likes to be like polite to to his victims uh-huh. beforehand, and that whole scene where he's like set out the newspapers and stuff, I, I just seriously like almost cry laughing. In that it's scene so good. Movie. It's so good. I, there are multiple points in that movie where I just die, um, <laughs> but I think yeah, um, that is like what really sold me on him. And then ever since I went and saw Hunt for the Wilder People and everything else, and. You know, I'm big into him now. He's one of my favorite directors. I'm very much excited to see what his Star Wars movie looks like. If you did not know, he is made, he is writing and directing a Star Wars movie. Um, zero plot details, zero details about it at all, except that he's making yep. one. Um, and he also has already worked on Star Wars. He worked on The Mandalorian. So yeah. um, he made, I think, some of the best episodes as well. So I'm really excited yep. for whatever his future is, as well as the new Thor movie. Um, but right. what really got me on him was... Hunt for the Wolf, uh, no, sorry. Hunt for the Wolf people, yeah, but What We Do in the Shadows was really my, like, hook, line, and sinker. I was like, this is it, dude. This is the guy. I love him. Yeah, Lucas. That new Thor movie, man. Yeah, I was so, going to say, so you brought up too. Thor, um, and that's definitely what kind of broke him into the mainstream. Um, and one thing that he did so well was take a character that people thought was kind of lacking in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. He's just kind of this straight shooter not super interesting god big buff dumb guy (laughs) big buff dumb god um and taika was like how can we make this guy the funniest and most beloved member of the avengers the mcu (laughs) oh yeah of the whole yeah yeah so um yeah definitely he took thor in a new direction and i was going to ask as my question what character needs that taika treatment you know what character from an existing property or franchise needs a great creative mind to 
you know, take him into a new direction. Uh, I'm going to let Lucas go first. Why Lucas? I just talked. Have Niall go first. Well, because you were raising, you were doing this. No, I was, I was pointing because I have a Thor Ragnarok poster in my room. Oh, I, I was see. At it. see right I there? see. Yep. That okay, did I'll not go track. first. Yeah, Niall, you go. <laughs> um, y'all ever seen the Transporter with Jason Statham? <laughs> I've only heard of it. No, I've not. You guys haven't seen the Transporter movies? There's like four of them. I think there's actually only three. Why would I? Why would I watch those movies? Because they're good. <laughs> Now listen, listen. I mean, from the someone who thinks Drive is good, I'm not going to really value your opinion. <laughs> yes, someone who thinks Transformers is good. Can I? Can I talk? Okay, <laughs> please. Thanks. The transporter is freaking sick. the The idea of the transporter is that it's this guy who is like a professional driver and transporter of like important people. So like 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 big time so like bad a guy like a chauffeur except that like the people that he transports are like active targets that people are trying to kill, you know? But here's the thing. Those movies have like the they have the general Jason State. Honestly, maybe my answer is just Jason State. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, that's good. The not, character of Jason State. Not even the trans the transporter is my example, but those movies feel like every Jason Statham movie, which is just like yeah, there's some really cool ideas and really cool action, but it's taking itself so seriously that even when the jokes come in, it's just kind of like this hurts, you know? Yeah. And I think that that idea of that movie is a really cool idea. Yeah, this guy that basically is supposed to just be a driver but is turned into an action hero because of the people that are after the the person that he's transporting. Super cool. Um, and it kind of lends itself to some really cool characters like in Transporter 2, the lady with the two Uzis. Um, there's some cool stuff in those movies. And I think that Taika Waititi could just make them so fun to watch. Like, I would love to see Taika Waititi basically just doing, like, a pure action movie. Like, we're just making an action movie, but it's going to feel like the love of a Taika movie. Like, I just think that it would be so cool (laughs) to see him, like, I don't know, name a better duo, Taika Waititi and Jason Statham. I don't think they've worked (laughs) together, so I don't don't think that I, I can. I don't know. (laughs) <laughs> yeah you can't there's unlimited potential there's there. unlimited there's potential unlimited because there's potential. no way of knowing how amazing or not i think that it would be, be sick well okay, that's fun that's, um yeah that's a good yeah because it's a it would have been a better answer about. if you guys had seen the transporter movies no, i don't know i thought that, that those were like a household name i, <laughs> no, thought that I mean i've heard of them movies. but i've never uh i've never watched them i uh, have well, seen snatch which has uh jason statham that's a really good movie have you seen crank 2 high voltage no i've only seen clips I'm like, okay. <laughs> yeah, the kaiju fight scene. Everybody, there is a real movie in the world called Crank 2 that is a sequel to, like, a generic action movie. Crank 2 High Voltage. Go onto YouTube and look up Crank 2 Kaiju Fight Scene. Is Jason Statham in it? A, yes. This is a real scene from a real movie. Lucas, I'll send you the link after we're done recording. Please, I would love to You see need it. to see this as soon as you possibly can. <laughs> Okay, I'm excited to consume some nice media from my friend Niall. Speaking of media, one of the (laughs) largest 
<laughs> One of the largest, most successful franchises of all time is Jurassic Park, which I think. Oh, oh. I see um, where this is going. Yeah, do you? I think so. I hope so. Well, Taika should the T Rex. You want him to? No, <laughs> I want him to make T Rex a good character. I think that okay. So I think Jurassic Park one is a phenomenal movie. I love it. Jurassic Park two is fine. Jurassic Park three is bad. Jurassic World I think is really awesome, and Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom I think is wretched. I don't like it at all. It's not good. And I think the new one, it it has everyone back together for the first time since the very first Jurassic Park. So I'm going to give it the benefit of the doubt because I think I didn't know that. Yeah. The paychecks must be amazing. Yeah, I'm sure they are. (laughs) It's got Sam Neill, it's got um, Jeff Goldblum, and it's got Laura Dern. So it's got all of them back, as well as Chris Pratt. Yay. So I think it'll be fun to see that one. Um, But I also think that those movies are like a good example. Similar to like a Transformers or a Fast and the Furious, where it's like there are some good entries, but they just they realize their success is as big as it is, and then they just kind of realize, all right, well we can just do dumb nothingness, and people will yep. still watch these movies. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think Jurassic Park would be really fun because obviously he's played around in a world um, that's huge and successful, like the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and made characters who were otherwise not that exciting or interesting and made something really cool with them. Um, I think with Jurassic Park, it would be cool for him to, you know, just take a fresh new approach on it um, and just, you know, mix it up. And then I think with that, as I was mentioning Transformers, I think he could do a phenomenal job with that as well. I mean, honestly, Taika doing Transformers would make people care at all. Um, (laughs) He's really close to Transporter, you know what I mean? Yeah, except not really. Oh. Well, they're both bad. Oh. If that's what you're playing, then yeah. <laughs> you haven't that seen Transformers. No, you're right. I haven't seen Transformer, <laughs> and I've only seen one Transformer. Yeah. Speaking of movies that I, we haven't seen, my answer is also a character from a movie that I haven't seen. <laughs> is it Schindler's List? It is not. Oh. <laughs> Although kind of, I've heard uh, he that one's did kind that, of lacking in comedy. Like... Um, no. So I have only seen clips from Venom. Oh, and Venom to oh, Let There Be Carnage. My and goodness. it isn't funny. It's bad. There's zero part of me that, like, when it's. The worst part about comedy is when you're watching it's a movie bad. and it, like, they're, you can tell they're going for laughs and it is just not funny at oh, all. It's, and it's just as, cringe inducing. As, like, when you're on stage doing theater and uh-huh. you're saying jokes that are supposed to be funny and no one laughs. It's worse than death. It, like it seriously, <laughs> it's so like bad. it hurts so bad when something's supposed to be funny and it's not. That's why comedy is is so much harder than drama, right? Yeah, you can oh, kind of have agree. like a flat performance in a drama, and it's like you can't you know, tell that people don't like it because they're not reacting. Like exactly. no one's really gonna be gasping at a dramatic performance. Yeah, um, but people he, are supposed to always be laughing at a comedic performance. Here's the deal: Venom is rated. Uh, I think critically pretty poorly, but the audience loves it. I don't get That's it. kind of what I've heard. Um, so, Somehow. you know, maybe people do think it's funny. But if they want me on board, they're going to need a comedic genius to make that character work. And <laughs> that char- comedic genius is Taika Waititi. Amen, brother. And so Great pick, honestly. Getting him behind the wheel, uh, you know, I trust that that character could at least be a little funny yeah. <laughs> going forward. It's like I would even – I would put any of, like, the big guns, like – Taika or James Gunn or, you know, 
whoever. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, they would just be anyone awesome. who can write a joke. Anyone who's funny, like... even at all. <laughs> yeah. I, I think Venom would benefit just in general from a writer director. Yeah. Rather than rather having than writers writer and, and then pass to a director. Yeah. It's... Yeah. yeah like would, well, I, I'm of the opinion that every everything would benefit from writer directors Mo, because yeah. the vision stays I think it, the same the whole time. But I think it depends. But that's a whole other tangent that we could talk about yeah. on another yeah. time. Um, I think, let me just <laughs> go off of what you said with the comedy thing. Sure, yeah, please. With that, um, I agree. Making a joke. I mean, I, I've never really done, I did theater when I was in elementary school. But making people laugh who you don't know is like one of the most like vindicating. Fulfilling. It's just Dude, so, it's, yeah. it's, like if it's you're heroin. with, if, if, if you're with a group of people that you don't know yeah. very well or at all and you make them laugh, it's just like, I am funny. Like, it's like... It's, it's the closest it's like, I will ever feel to being a superhero. Yeah, because it's like, you you know, we're silly, dumb, funny little dudes. And sometimes it's like, you know, when it's just like the three of us or whatever, we make each other laugh all day long. But right. it's like, am I just like in my own head? Am I just some dummy, dumb idiot? But then, yeah. specifically, I was in one of my classes and I made a video, like a short film, what is what they'll call it. But it's just a video as an assignment. Uh -huh. And I was like, I'm going to take a comedic approach. I don't think many people are going to do this because we were all given the same assignment. And we sit down. I'm like, yeah. all right. Because these were, it was the very beginning of the semester. I was like, I don't know any of these people and we'll see. And everyone was laughing and they loved it and it was their favorite one. I was just like, nice. And that was like, there all right, is. you know, I'm going to keep this uh, whole film thing going. Yeah. Even though it's risky and whatever, I'm just going to try and be funny. Like, I'm just going to try and make funny stuff. And, you know, if I don't get a career out of it, at least I'll have fun doing it. Um, sure. So, you know, uh, just you know what tangent. else is funny sometimes? Uh, what? The what? worst movies ever made. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes. Um, sometimes. Sometimes they're just bad. Sometimes they're just bad. But um, <laughs> I, I, <laughs> for my question this week, segue. Segue. Um, oh, good. Thanks, guys. It helps when you um, say it, so I know what you're doing. Yeah. It yeah. Does help. No problem. I, well, I, I know that you guys know, but I've heard that our audience is pretty dumb, and so figured that I should explain stuff for them. That's a great way to retain um, listeners. Yeah. By calling them dumb. Just call them stupid. <laughs> Our listeners who I are generally unintelligent. Like um, Transformers. <laughs> who, who describe Hunt for the Wilder People as weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> my question is this. What famously bad movie should Taika Waititi remake into a good movie? Using basically the same script, but just being directed by Taika. Let's say the same yeah. cast too. Or a very yeah. similar. <laughs> honestly, okay. honestly, I've like, got right. this. I've got the answer. Okay, let's if you're taking the same cast yeah, yeah. and making let's a good it. movie. Um, Green Lantern. Oh, oh of course. A great goodness. cast. Of course. A horrible, atrocious movie. He is in it. Yeah. That's, Which is that's what brought it onto my radar. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good pick. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. yeah. As soon as you, you said the won. same cast, you just I was won. like, <laughs> you won. Ryan Reynolds is a powerhouse of an actor. He's good. Like, let's he's be honest. He's, he's, he's hilarious. Awesome. Um, Blake Lively? You kidding me? Yeah. <laughs> Come on. Taika Waititi. in any movie. I'm down. Yeah. And Taika, just get, put him him behind the the wheel like i said is gonna make any movie great oh yeah um and so i mean maybe maybe there are i haven't seen i remember this is my story for the green lantern Why is, he in that movie? is i watched i've seen it once okay uh -huh. and it was when i was a child whenever it came yep. out we watched it in my living room with my family 
And I just remember it was one of the first times I laughed in a movie when I shouldn't have laughed. Yeah, like, out of oh, I, no. I just it was just horrible CGI work, and I, and I, I busted up. And we had my parents rewind it because of how bad it looked. And I was like twelve, you know what I mean? Like that's that's saying something. Um, so anyway, that's that was my answer. I actually had another answer. Uh, that I don't think is quite as good, but it also came to my mind, and that's the haunted mansion. Oh, interesting. Oh. Uh, he actually with, uh, is attached. Murphy. No, no, no. He's making the new Tower of Terror movie. Gotcha. So he he is making. Yeah, a but you know what? Never mind. Let him let him work on let him do that, that Disney ride. That's his new th- That'll yeah. be. His but there thing. is a new haunted mansion movie coming out with Owen Wilson in it, actually. Oh, <laughs> good. So that's fun. That's so great. they're just really whitewashing it. <laughs> no, there's some. Uh, yeah, there's another non-white actor in it. I don't remember who it is, but Owen Wilson is in it. He's a supporting character. He's not the main character. The, okay. the fact that you don't know who it is says a lot. You're right. Yeah. It does. I'm just a disgusting pig. I'm a swine to society. I do like the haunted. It's Mansion. George Lopez for those. I don't love it, but no I do like I it. I liked it too, dude. I used to watch it all the time as a kid. Yeah, it's um, fun. I'm gonna look at it right Wilson, now. George Lopez team up movie, Haunted Mansion. Yeah, it was good. Is is at least somewhat interesting. Haunted Mansion. Okay, Rosario Dawson. Okay, yeah. Listen, okay, get out of here. Rosario <laughs> Dawson, Tiffany Haddish, <laughs> Lakeith Stanfield. Okay, those are all oh, Lakeith phenomenal. He's great. Yeah, and then all right, all right. Owen Wilson and our boy Danny DeVito. <laughs> Daniel. Daniel DeVito oh, is gonna good. be joining. Wow, good. I had no I'm, idea. I'm He's there. Here. I'm there. That's great. That's freaking awesome. Okay. Yeah, so those are my answers. So that'll be an awesome. Good answers. That's a good answer. Green Lantern. Oh, it's being just a... I can't believe I didn't think of that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, really. You got to take something truly bad. Yeah. There's, again, nothing but potential. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You're up. You're up. Who, me? Lucas. Yeah, okay. Lucas. That's well, how we do this. My... <laughs> <laughs> if for those of you Jared who haven't already, noticed, Jared already went, and you're the only other person here. Who else would I be talking? <laughs> well, to? I, you could have follow the same, uh, same pattern. Well, you could have been talking <laughs> to my older. Go, brother. go back and listen to all of our episodes just to make sure. <laughs> but I'm pretty sure we always answer in the same order. I'm pretty it's sure something that, like uh, that. I well, I wasn't sure because my brother Guillermo just walked in. My older brother Guillermo, he just walked in. Oh, so what's I wasn't up? Sure, if you got oh, yeah, he recovered from the Avada Kedavra. No, that was Giuseppe. Oh no, that was Giuseppe. Giuseppe. Yeah, sorry, I he, get mixed up okay. with all. He's of not that. He, Giuseppe was not related to me. Guillermo sure. is my older brother. He stole the woman that you loved. Gotcha. Yep. yep. Gotcha. Guillermo is my older brother, who we've kept in the attic of our home ever since I was a child. So I didn't know he existed until recently, because I thought sure. I was the oldest in my family until my parents introduced us to Guillermo. Um, Isn't that the plot of a Simpsons Halloween episode? <laughs> it is actually. Check that Good out. Good for Look you, dude. I am out. actually shocked and very impressed that you knew that. Um, <laughs> we'll do a Simpsons episode eventually, but good on you, dude. Yeah. That, it's an excellent episode, too. <laughs> Thank you. That made me feel very good. I'm glad. I'm glad to, it did. to know that. Um, so my answer, I kind of already briefly mentioned, and uh, I just think it... I like Shia LaBeouf a lot, and I think Transformers 1 could do for mm. a remake. This doesn't qualify. I, doesn't qualify I honestly, for the question. I watched it recently. Like I was like I had always I had always said, yeah, you know the first Transformers is good. I just never wanted to watch the other ones cuz they looked abhorrent. I rewatched right. the first one and bad. Amazing Don't CGI. reread the question. Amazing it said CGI. what's a famously bad movie? Yeah, famously Transformers bad. is not bad. It is pretty famously bad, dude. Mm, Those movies are not hailed no. as being good. Um, but I, what do you think Taika Waititi could do to make it better? Anything, dude. Literally, if he changed <laughs> even one part of it, it would be good. 
You wouldn't the only good that. part of that movie is Megan Fox trying to fix a car. Yeah. Well, I, <laughs> let's be real. Shia LaBeouf being in it as well is pretty fun. Yeah, yeah. that's pretty And the, the most horrid <laughs> thing about the whole Megan Fox thing is that they're like hypersexualizing her while yeah. also making it a very clear point She's that these like, characters are our high school. school. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, uh, why have you done this, Michael? It's pretty messed up. Yeah. Um, Which but, for um, us, I mean. Come on, we yeah. were we weren't even in high school yet. No, we well, yeah, not. we were. We, we were freaking. We were the prime age. Nine years I was old. nine years old. Yeah, bro. Yeah, bro. I was just discovering <laughs> like, sexuality. What is a woman, and why is it this? <laughs> um. So I think if we're taking just like exact same cast, you know, same thing, I think you should just remake Transformers One. Um, sure. I think, but with Megan Fox now. <laughs> yeah, Machine Gun Kelly's wife, <laughs> and, Megan. And Fox. Machine Gun Kelly is the <laughs> is the voice of Optimus Prime. Um, then, so just as a uh, kind of, you know, extra answer because I kind of already said Transformers, I'm so going to true. say a different one that they recast, um, just because it was bad, um, and that would be Percy Jackson <laughs> because. Ooh. I think it'd be cool to yeah. see. Uh, that was just a, he would do great with. Percy I think he Jackson. would do great with Percy Jackson as well. Um, oh, and the another piece of news: um, the Percy Jackson series on Disney Plus has been officially picked up. Woo! Um, one final fun fact about I've always Transformers make a better series. I agree. Yeah, it'll be an awesome series. Um, Percy Jackson, dude, I love those books. Um, fun fact about Transformers, though, that one of my film professors told us in class the other day. Um, when so Steven Spielberg was, was actually no CGI. There was no CGI used. It was all real all life. He's like Transformers are real. I don't know if you knew this, but they just filmed real life Transformers. Fun fact: Transformers are real. Um, Cybertron is falling. He's like mad screaming. And then he like, like starts Shia hovering. The Unicron one. will rise. He starts hovering six feet above the ground. He's like, wow, and the like light is blasting out of his eyes. Yeah, and then he transforms into a This is a good podcast. A We're good at this. <laughs> we are good at this. Um, anyway. What's your fun fact? My fun fact know. is that, so Steven Spielberg was the driving force behind getting these movies made because he thought it'd be really cool to have Transformers in the, you know, film realm. Like, to have movies based on Transformers because it had never happened. And so one of the people, so they, you know, he as a producer and other executives at Paramount sat down with a lot of different directors who could have directed these movies and one of the people in consideration was jared hess um if you don't know what? who jared hess is yeah interesting. Um, he is the director of napoleon dynamite and nacho libre um <laughs> and, and the rest and the rest and he was in consideration he actually sat down at that um like at, in to that meeting to this to direct the transformers movies and he sat down and they were like what's your idea i think he sat they down went with, in a different direction they did go in a different direction <laughs> so he so my professor is friends with jared hess which is how he knows this i think they know each other from when they were younger or something i don't know how they know each other um sure. but he sat down with steven spielberg and like all the other executives and he met with them and he pitched this idea which was um transformers where they use the actual toys and they do like a stop motion animation whole, the whole thing is like stop motion and they were like yeah that's not what we're going no. with but like thanks for coming in <laughs> we want megan we, fox yeah, we want, as an so obviously they went high with school Michael girl and all that <laughs> stuff um but it's just ve- i was like I was, that was very very interesting to me that um jared hess was in consideration to make just in consideration to make a wes anderson movie. yeah he wanted to make basically yeah. he was like yeah let's let's do like a fun like kid approach to it and they're like 
no. No. <laughs> they're like, that's not at all. What Transformers isn't for kids, you kids, <laughs> idiot. <laughs> it's a gritty These toy cars are, are made for men. <laughs> Adult men like um, me, Steven X. We Spielberg. need explosions. Okay, so for this question, I uh, interpreted it differently than you guys. Okay. Because I was not thinking the same cast. So now that we are going with the same cast, sure. um, well, except for person. I'm sorry that this is my answer. I have two answers yeah, also. Okay. My first answer was Jack and Jill. Oh. Uh. That would be <laughs> hilarious, though. That would. Well, here's with the thing. Adam Sandler. Like, I think Adam Sandler well, has his moments. You, would you the re- plot? What do you mean? Like, that was. Ja- you were going to recast Jack and Jill? <laughs> well, I was thought the recast, source material I was, was good well, enough. I was going <laughs> to you I was could either take gonna, Adam Sandler out and make a good I was going to either recast Jack or Jill. Okay? I wasn't going to recast both of them. Adam Sandler's still Are you in say, there. have the same person be Jack and Jill again? No. No. You're going to have two separate actors. Heavens, no. Yeah. So you're just like, yeah, the plot, there's as, something there. As, when I watched it, I was like, eh. I'm a as little film thrown has, off you know, by Adam Sandler's performance. He's still got it. He's still well, got as it. Film has, <laughs> as film has famously done, brother and sister can be played by different people. Mm, sure. And I, don't know about I was thinking we would maybe though. go that direction. I think twin oh, brother and sister true. need to always be played now, by the same Now, here's actor. the thing. The plot of that movie is actually a really funny concept. Okay. I don't um, know. I don't, I don't know remember it, so it. I'll take your word for it. But So... Here's what happens in that movie. Adam Sandler, Jack, um, (laughs) runs like an ad agency or something. I don't know. His job is whatever. His job is Um, a job. Great plot so far. (laughs) But if I'm remembering correctly, because I have seen parts of the movie, um, (laughs) I think what happens is he is like trying to work with Al Pacino, who is played by Al Pacino. Oh, he plays himself? Al Pacino plays himself oh, and gives 110 I did to the not role. know he played himself in that. <laughs> no, he like, and he like, tr- it's, it's kind of sad. It um, feels like he's doing an impression of it's himself. Conf- no, it's confusing because he's like given his heart to it. Like he's doing a good job. Um, but then uh, his no Jack's crazy roles, sister, Jill comes into town. And if I'm remembering also correctly, Adam starts Sandler. to date Al Pacino. I think that is true. I think that's they the fall one in love ever. with each oh. other, and so um, Al. I think that that idea. Wow, so far, with Taika behind still it, still a bad movie. Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> I well, here's the thing. I think Taika Waititi running a movie that is basically just one of those like chaos meet the parents type movies Yeah. of just like, this is something that should be going well and just keeps getting worse. I think it would be really fun to see Taika in charge of something where this dude's sister falls in love with Al Pacino. And then he (laughs) has to like basically navigate both of those relationships. I think that Taika could crush it. Hmm. My other answer is troll Two. Sure. Um, World tour. Troll, no, no, no. <laughs> no. Troll Two, where they go to Nilbog. Yeah, which filmed in Morgan, if you're, Utah. If you, if you, you don't know, aren't aware. Do you not no, know about Nilbog? Is goblin <laughs> okay. spelled backwards? Nilbog is goblin spelled backwards. <laughs> That's so awesome. Um, that movie is just pure chaos. <laughs> oh my um, god! And I think I've never watched it, with, but I'm very familiar with, with it. Taika directing it and just having the ironic 
approach to it. He could use the exact same cast, the exact same script, <laughs> but just no, with the Taika so, feel. Because it's old. It would immediately be brilliant. It's old and therefore so it's, bad. It's an old movie. Well, I'm saying it's an old <laughs> movie, and they were all like kids that were acting in it. And so, like, bringing <laughs> them back as if it's, like, an It Chapter 2. Oh, <laughs> like, we have to go back to Nilbog. We have to go back to Nilbog. <laughs> they call it Troll 2-2. Two, two. <laughs> troll 2-2, two, two, enter the troll. <laughs> the troll toll. The troll toll. I, I just think that Taika basically could, could take any script and make it good. I agree. I love him. He's a phenomenal director slash actor slash writer slash producer. I think yes. he deserves his Oscar that he's won. I think he deserves everything good that's coming his way. I'm excited for Thor 4. I'm excited, excited, excited for his Star Wars movie. And I'm excited for whatever else he's got in store for us in the future. There's a rumor, a long-running rumor, that he's going to make a sequel, pseudo-sequel to what we do in the shadows called We Are Wolves. But we're, yeah, we're we, apostrophe nice. R-E, wolves. So it's yeah, still spelled good. the same as werewolves, but it's we are wolves. <laughs> Um, because it, in, in a New Zealand accent, <laughs> werewolves and werewolves is pronounced the same. So if you say nice. we are werewolves, that would be the same <laughs> we as werewolves. we are wolves. Um, That's great. We are so it's awesome. I really hope they do end up making that movie because he says he likes to make one movie for them and one movie for him. But I don't know if that's going to end up happening because he's already slated for three movies for them, quote unquote. Um, yeah. but I, I really hope they can get that movie off the ground and I'm sure he could get it made. I mean, he can do whatever the freak he wants at this point. It's just yeah. scheduling. Um, and then it really is kind of crazy how just his career skyrocketed. Oh yeah. It was basically like just, zero to hero. Oh, yep. Like in like a two years. Uh -huh. And it was Hunt for the Wilder People that got him picked up to make Thor as well, which is so yep. awesome. Um, and then the other thing is that there is a long rumored Flight of the Concords movie that he wants to make as well with Jermaine and Brett. Um, Amazing. Who knows if that will ever happen? But they're all still down. Oh, they're all down. I to feel like that's probably lower on. It's his definitely lower list. on the radar. He's like, I could make this Flight of the Concords movie for probably no money, or I could make another Marvel or Star Wars movie for millions of or, dollars. Uh, but the Flight of the Concords, but movie would also have like a zero dollar. Yeah, budget. it would. Yeah, it's it's only it would probably promise. be a lot of fun for him to do in like ten years, ten more years, sure. yeah. like twenty years yeah. after Flight of the Concords when Brent and Jemaine are in their like. 50s or 60s <laughs> yeah they're old dude. Yeah. they're already like i know but i i'll you know honestly even if they still made it then i would love the heck out of it and if they make the werewolves movie later on i'll i'll watch anything he makes he's just an awesome yeah. um but yeah i is there anything else you guys want to say no, no i think that about does it for this episode um sick of this sick of you we both. definitely went over it is now a, almost 7 a.m when we're recording so we've almost gone over time yeah um but so we will probably skip what we've what we've been watching until another time yeah um if you even care about that at all if you don't care about what we've been watching then you can just say excuse me you can just say hey don't even mention it i don't care don't at all. Yeah. That don't episode. we don't care <laughs> we, we don't, don't care what it. you watch um, we don't want to know your recommendations for if, the month and if that's fine <sighs> and that's fine we'll take it um, we'll, we'll talk to each other about it, honestly, because we I'm interested in what Jaron and I are up to. Yeah, so. I've just been yeah. holding off. I've got this one thing that I've been watching that I wanted to tell you guys about. But yeah, I've been same. Off. Same, actually. Yeah, me too, actually, as well. <laughs> we just don't talk to each okay, other anymore. Let, let's say it, let's <laughs> say it at the same time. Intentionally not talking to my friends. Let's say the one thing at the same time, and then we'll end the other episode after that. Okay. Jaren. Well, okay. Well, before this that. They're different things. Well, I know. Because we're on a Zoom. And yeah, I know. But also before that, I did want to say 
that next week's episode oh, yeah, is a long-awaited episode for uh, Man Cave Movie Night. Um, we're excited to to watch a show that all of us hate. Oh. And that is, we are going to be doing a Friends episode of the podcast. Oh. <laughs> so we're going to go and watch the 10 highest too. rated episodes of Friends, and then we're going to come back and talk about it. Um, right. so we're fun. gonna I'm we're excited. gonna we're gonna do our best to be positive. Um, yeah, we are. I mean, honestly, I I have only watched a couple episodes. <laughs> I I I really I really try to like things. I really really do. Whenever I go into yeah, something, you, I try and like it. And ultimately, Lucas, you have probably the most open mind of anyone I've I've met. Thank when you. it comes to consuming content. I appreciate that. I really do try. But ultimately, like you know, sometimes there's just stuff that I don't like. Um, I'm always down to at least try. It it might take more effort. For some things for me to at least try like with anime i still haven't really delved in um but i will eventually try for, um and, uh, fast and for the fast and yeah but and then i liked it you know i went in with them in mind and i think it's been awesome um but yeah i'm gonna try and enjoy friends i'm gonna genuinely try and enjoy it and you know we'll see what happens next week um yeah. regardless though all right thank you for listening this week to taika ytt count of three and on count of on three count of three we're gonna say the one thing we wanted to talk to each other about and then we'll meet that episode all right Three, two, one, Skyrim. Invincible. Have a great week, guys. We'll see you next time.